pain has reached epidemic proportions in America. I'm Dr. Paul Christo. This is Aches and Gains. Dr. Paul Christo is one of America's leading experts on relieving pain. He's board-certified, Harvard-trained, and a pain medicine specialist at Johns Hopkins. U.S. News and World Report ranks him as a top doctor and among the top 1% in the nation for pain management. Becker's Review selected him as one of the 70 best pain management physicians in America. He's listed as a super doctor for the Washington, D.C., Baltimore, Northern Virginia area. Aches and Gains is a weekly talk show covering all aspects of pain and pain relief. The human impact is real. Older adults, children, and even infants struggle to cope with pain. But there's hope. And there are treatments that can ease pain and suffering. The show offers compelling stories about people who found relief. We share cutting-edge treatments from contributing experts, and we offer ways to help people cope with their pain. Welcome to the show. Have you ever wondered whether stress triggers that nagging backache or headache? Certainly physical stress, like surgery or injury, can lead to pain. But what about psychological stress? Things like losing your job. In fact, many of us overlook the impact of workplace stress as a cause of pain. We're also learning that chronic pain may develop from a stressor, something like surgery, an infection, or an emotionally traumatic event that then alters the normal function of not just one, but three of our body's systems, like the endocrine, nervous, and immune system. Our guest, Dr. Kathleen Hall, is an international stress expert. She's worked with several Fortune 500 companies on stress and work-life balance. She's also the founder of the Stress Institute and Mindful Living Network. We'll find out firsthand just how to counter the negative impact of stress, explore solutions for conquering pain caused by stress, and hear about Dr. Hall's blueprint for stress resilience using mindful living. Aches and Gains is supported by Medtronic, Purdue Pharma, Teva Pharmaceuticals, Millennium Laboratories, My Life Patient Program, and DC2 Healthcare, Atlantis Health Group, The Pain Community, and Depot Med Incorporated. For live online listening to Aches and Gains, please go to paulchristomd.com. To access podcasts of the show, please go to paulchristomd.com. Teaching about stress's effects on people is Dr. Hall's passion in life. She's worked with people from all walks of life, from high-risk children and battered women to high-pressure corporate workers. She studied spirituality under the Dalai Lama and Bishop Desmond Tutu. She's counseled those who are sick and dying, and she's a best-selling author and spokesperson. Dr. Hall, welcome to Aches and Gains. Thank you, Dr. Christo. First, tell us about your book, Mindful Living Every Day. I realized that the more mindful people were about what they thought and their reactions in the world and... Uh, the way that they were living their lives, the less stress they had. Mm-hmm. So that's when I shifted a lot of my work into mindful living. Okay. Then started realizing how can I help these people that are living at home every single day trying to live mindfully without reading a 300-page book, <laughs> having to go to a course that costs them money and time. And so I wrote this book that actually helps people from the time they open their eyes in the morning until they go to bed at night to teach them uh, how to live mindfully in a few seconds in each part of your day. I mean, it sounds all-encompassing and really helpful. Let's start with the basics, um, Kathleen. What is stress? Stress is, it's normal. You and I both know I couldn't be breathing right now or talking without stress, anatomical stress in the body. Right. When we're stressed, though, the way we're talking about it as far as psychological, emotional, physical stress Mm -hmm. is that when we have a thought, a word, or an action, that the brain or the body perceives as negative or fearful, and it has to take a 
a defensive posture, mm -hmm. then we produce a whole kaleidoscope of hormones that are not bad in the short term for an acute threat. Right. And even more specifically, I mean, the way I think about it is this, that stress activates our defense system. And the defense system can be thought of as the nervous system, first first of all. And the nervous system signals injury and uses the motor system to escape or fight. Then the endocrine system is triggered and mounts an arousal response to maximize survival. And think of that as the stress response, the fight or flight response. And finally, the immune system then detects uh, microbial invasion or toxins and sets up an inflammatory response to protect against the threat and to promote wound healing. So, so st the stress response is really a subset of the more general defense response. And Dr. Hall, you know, when I think of uh, mounting a response to the challenges that occur in our environment, I, I sense that the stressors could be things like physical stressors, like tissue trauma, a social event, or even a virus uh, invading the body. Oh, absolutely. And, and that's the body. Uh, and you know, this working to protect your life. Mm -hmm. And all those stress is there for a reason. Stress is information. What I ask people to do, even though it's uncomfortable, I ask them to start with a simple little acronym. And Paul, the reason I use acronyms with people is because we are so overwhelmed yeah. and our brain is so flooded we can't remember anything anymore. Mm -hmm. And that acronym is ACE, A-C-E, Awareness, Choice, and Energy. And let's focus on awareness. A is awareness. So I ask them five things mm -hmm. that really absolutely stress them out. And when you write them down, then they can at least see what they need to work on. And it gives them a modicum of control. Yeah. When people feel more in control and they believe that they have the ability to affect an outcome, mm -hmm. they have less stress. When they feel powerless or believe that everything's beyond their, their control, the bad things are going to happen, there's a force beyond their control, then the stress goes through the roof. Yeah, no, I mean, that makes perfect sense. Uh, Kathleen, how about psychological stress? I mean, that is the threat of losing a job. How does that impact the body? The body is a chemical soup. Every word and every action that we do changes that chemical composition just like you would if you were making the soup. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we also know that uh, stress, psychological stress, for example, can cause muscle pain and an increased sensitivity to pain. And Dr. Hall, what about the ability of psychological stress to represent a constellation of problems that really just never end? I mean, I'm thinking of family dysfunction, for example, or, or strife at work. Oh, absolutely. In a marriage, when you're at work, if you're in a car with your child, this is every breath you take during your life. Yeah. And the thing we know is that once you become hypervigilant, mm -hmm. like if you're worried about your weight or a disease, then you start getting hypervigilant about money and hypervigilant about, you know, is my child even going to grow? And then if you smash your finger or hurt it, oh my gosh, you know, I may have chronic pain because it's been throbbing for three days. You better stop. Yeah, I mean, it seems like it's cyclical. You know, Dr. Hall, once upon a time, you worked on Wall Street. That's absolutely right. So, so you know firsthand what stress is all about. How did stress manifest in you? I was typical type A. One of the only women on Wall Street at that time or in the finance business, the money business. It was driven. You know, I drank with the guys in the afternoon mm -hmm. and then and I was small, very, very small, low weight. And then I started running and walking. And then, you know, I was doing two miles a day, five miles a day, 10 miles a day. And I was losing weight. I started arguing with the guys at work. It was like I was the water going down the drain, and I kept slipping. But something changed. What was that? I saw Bill Moyer in New York, and um, he said, you know what? We have to quit running away from stress because the world is going to change. Mm -hmm. And I think the greatest thing we can do as a nation and in the healthcare industry uh, and in the business and in this country 
is to realize that we need to embrace stress and look at it. And the future is going to be about studying stress because I, Bill Moyer, in my research, think that it is causal in all, in all diseases or most diseases. And I remember hearing him. I totally sold everything I had, left Wall Street, and uh, said, this is a whole new field. I saw so many people's lives, hmm. serial marriages, uh, being drunk, cocaine, uh, violence. I saw suicide. Two of my guys I worked with committed suicide. Wow. Can you imagine if you knew stress and you loved it and you could work with people to help them and teach them to actually embrace it and say, wow, this is information about me and my family and my job. I mean, it's very exciting. And Kathleen, you've done a remarkable job of giving people the tools to manage stress in their lives. Stay with us to find out Dr. Hall's take on the huge impact that stress has had on those working at Fortune 500 companies. I'm Dr. Paul Christo, and this is Aches and Gains. Aches and Gains is supported by Medtronic, the global leader in medical technology, alleviating pain, restoring health, and extending life for millions of people around the world. Teva, a leading global pharmaceutical company committed to increasing access to high-quality health care by developing, producing, and marketing affordable generic medicines, as well as innovative and specialty pharmaceuticals. Millennium Laboratories, a leader in the science of toxicology and pharmacogenetics, is transforming the way healthcare professionals monitor and manage their patients' medication therapy. Through the use of advanced technology supported by research and education, Millennium helps practitioners personalize care for patients. For more information, please visit www.millenniumlabs.com My Life Patient Program and DC2 Healthcare Connecting patients to top physicians in the United States Reaching the highest standard of patient care through research patient programs and gains in overall health For more information, please visit mylifepatientproject.com and dc2healthcare.com. Welcome back to the show. Our guest is Dr. Kathleen Hall, an international stress expert. Uh, Dr. Hall, how many of those whom you counseled in Fortune 500 companies like McDonald's and Procter & Gamble reported pain somewhere in their body due to stress? 75 to 80%. And and everything from debilitating migraines Mm -hmm. to aches and pains that felt like arthritis, but you knew they weren't. These were young kids, maybe 30, you know, young mothers, young people. Meaning I'm not discounting they didn't have real pain, but they immediately jumped onto maybe it's MS. Why did they make that jump? We have so much information, Uh you know, wonderful places, WebMD, Google, you know this, everywhere. We're noticing younger people, especially the minute they have a small pain or whatever, instead of starting at the beginning, like go get a medical evaluation, as you well know, yeah, Google some things and go in, but they immediately jump from one to a hundred. Like I know I have MS, I know I have fibromyalgia. Then already the mind, they're on that slippery slide. If yeah. you've had it for a week, that's one thing. But when you get two to four weeks, if it's four weeks and it's increasing or whatever, even if it's chronic, I say go to your you know internist doctor or whatever, and then have them refer you later if it continues. I believe pain is just like stress. It is a signal that something is not right, something's wrong, and it's going to get your attention what it's supposed to. Sure. I mean, I agree. Get help earlier rather than later. Uh, Dr. Hall, what kind of toll on the body does stress cause? And I'm thinking of things like hypertension, uh, digestive problems, or skin disorders, for example. You know, every system. I talk to people about three areas that they can look for symptoms. For an example, maybe one is physical one of the first ones right now in our country is GI. Mm-hmm. The GI guys are busier than they've ever been in their life, more blowouts with absolute bleeding out mm-hmm. of the body, almost dying. Yeah. I'm telling you, a lot of it is because people 
are in so much pain, they're actually taking so much relief, as you well know, and medicines that relieve pain but are eating their insides up, they have more actual catastrophic GI problems now than they even did ever before. Yeah. Another one is, again, chronic pain in all areas. Depression, of course, psychological problems, withdrawal, horrible problem with young people committing suicide and, and all kinds of bullying and things online. And then another one is relational. We are our brother and sister's keeper now. So if I see Paul, you know, withdrawing, not being with us at lunch, not, you know, not looking, no eye contact. Yeah. You better be careful because what his stress has done is he started withdrawing, turning himself in. It's not really the acting out people we worry about anymore. Right. You know, a great summary, Kathleen. I want to point out, too, that there was a study not too long ago in the Journal of Psychosomatic Medicine that, that looked at stress-induced conditions uh, in the teenage years, causing an increase in levels of C-reactive protein, which is a marker for inflammation, and that elevation increased the chances of cardiovascular problems later in life. Uh, Dr. Hall, I, I think that many of us don't realize the impact of psychosocial stress on our body. I mean, for example, some research points to chronic stressors in the workplace leading to neck pain, and specifically in the trapezius muscle. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and as you well know, when people are stressed at work, you're not thinking about the ergonomics or how you're sitting, where your neck's going. That's right. And I think one of the greatest research um, developments in the last couple of years is the uh, new studies that are showing that if you sit in, you know, this one more than an hour, hour and a half, mm -hmm. not only do you have the propensity to gain weight, but heart disease, you die many, many years sooner. And we know that all these things are happening. So what corporations are doing, and again, I, I'm very blessed. I work with a lot of them. Yeah. Is they're noticing the health outcomes now, and they're actually asking people, get up an hour and a half, get up, walk around, you know, walk up and down the stairs, move, do some yoga stretches. Mm -hmm. Again, mindfulness and mindful living is awareness. And people are becoming so eaten up with pain on all kinds of levels, psychologically, physically, you know, and yet they're not aware of it until it reaches some enormous proportion. Exactly. I mean, it's that awareness that's key. Many are not aware that they need to seek help for pain if it continues beyond three months, for example. Dr. Hall, let's talk now about some of the major sources of stress in the United States. Um, number one would be financial. Um, two would be uh, uh, career. Three would be relationships, like uh, your marriage. Uh, and, and very close, since we've been moving up with all these diseases, would be, this didn't used to be, is physical health. Mm -hmm. And they, uh, people in this country also not only worry about physical health, they worry about their insurance and the economic impact of how how am I going to pay for this disease if I get it? And that's also why a lot of people don't go to doctors. Right. How can we, with all these new healthcare plans, you know, bring it back so that people can get evaluated earlier mm -hmm. and we can, you know, people like us can kind of alleviate their suffering, number two. And three is to, to empower them because, as we started out saying, when they feel more in control, they're happier, less depression. But it's when they feel powerless. I can't afford to go to a doctor. There's no clinic here. I'd have to have a million dollars to go to Dr. Christo because I've had this pain for two years. Right. I mean, it's a major concern, and I share that with you. Uh, Kathleen, as the years go on, 
What do you see happening to our overall level of stress? Oh, it's just going to increase. People can't think about it because they're so overwhelmed Mm -hmm. that we just can't take one more thing. No, we can't. And that's pretty scary. But let's find out what Dr. Hall says about whether that can change when we come back from the break. I'm Dr. Paul Christo, and this is Aches and Gains. Aches and Gains is supported by The Pain Community, a web-based nonprofit created by people living with pain. Check out paincommunity.org for information, references, advocacy tools, and a premium section to securely interact with other members in forums and chat rooms. DepoMed Incorporated, a specialty pharmaceutical company focused on developing and commercializing products to treat pain and other central nervous system conditions. Purdue Pharma, making a positive impact on healthcare and on lives. Reminding everyone to safeguard medications in their home. Atlantis Health Group. Atlantis is a comprehensive multi-specialty physician group committed to enhancing the quality and process of healthcare delivery across the country. Visit AtlantisHG.com. For cutting-edge treatments and resources, follow Dr. Paul Christo on Twitter or like Aches and Gains with Dr. Paul Christo on Facebook. Welcome back. We were talking with Dr. Hall about the overall increase in level of stress that she sees occurring, but Kathleen, is there hope that we can change this? The more aware we are and mindful, we realize that it is really the simplicity of awareness and then making happy, healthful choices, it will give you more energy and more health and, and have us realize that when, when Paul has constant pain, and I think it's, it's, oh, look at him, he's a chronic pain person. It affects all of us. Mm-hmm. We know this, and you know this in quantum physics, and the new emerging biology and DNA and everything. It's quantum. Yeah. It's not linear like we thought cause and effect. With pain, it doesn't just affect that person. It affects the family. It affects us as a nation uh, economically. When they lose productivity, we lose productivity as human beings, spiritually, mm-hmm. emotionally, and economically. I agree. I mean, pain is multidimensional. It's all-encompassing. Let's switch gears for a second, Kathleen. You know, we know that stress triggers systems in the body, like the autonomic system, the endocrine system, and the immune system, for example. In your experience, what happens to our bodies when these systems are activated? When we're stressed constantly and exhausted, what does the body eventually do? It has to be depressed. Mm-hmm. Your immune system, it's fighting, it's fighting, it's going, okay, I'm hyperimmune, I'm hyper, I'm making all these T-cells, okay, I know there's a pandemic coming. I tell people during cold and flu season, um, no matter what I'm doing, I say, please, get rest, eat great food. And what it's about is building your immune system so that when you're walking through a mall, Mm -hmm. when you go visit somebody at the hospital, it's not if it's you're being charged with your immune system all the time is protecting you. Bless your heart. You're just going around like with an open sore. It is like an open sore. And in fact, you know, there are numerous stressors that trigger the stress response. And as we talked about before, that that stress response is sort of like our defense system. It involves the nervous system, the endocrine system, and the immune system, as you're describing. And, And the way I think of it, too, is that if you have the bad pain, for example, of a kidney stone or a migraine, or even a heart attack, that those things threaten the body and act like a stressor that elicit this physiological response that you're describing and that I've talked about. And speaking of pain, Kathleen, you know, it seems like having pain 
all the time acts as a stressor for sure. What have you found? Absolutely. Yes, we can tell more about pain than ever before with MRIs, CAT scans, you know, Mm -hmm. the technology is incredible. Now we see it as something real, thank heaven. We do, and thank heaven, because more contemporary thinking is that pain is a disease. It's not just a symptom of other diseases or illnesses. And despite that, I still have many patients who tell me, you know, Dr. Christo, no one believes me. No one believes that I'm in pain because they can't see it. What do your clients tell you, Kathleen? My patients that have been chronic pain patients, they slowly um, lose perception of of confidence, of authority, of love of themselves, self-esteem. How do we throw a life preserver when you feel that you're in the water and they pulled out the plug in the drain and, you know, the water's circling? Mm -hmm. What kind of, of beautiful, loving, spiritual positive lifesavers, the round kind, can we give them that are sustainable, just not one to keep you from going down that one time, that you go back down yourself and put the drain plug in yourself and stop the flow where you can sit there quietly, positively and go, hmm, I'm confident. I feel powerful, not powerless. And this is how I'm going to deal with it. Right. I mean, it's that sense of empowerment that is key. And Kathleen, if the stressor continues, like chronic pain, for example, then do we reach a point where the body burns its resources to meet the challenge faster than it can replenish those resources? Oh, absolutely. Great news is we've shifted to take stress seriously now. It's Mm -hmm. become normalized. When I first started, the media did fine. I did that. But corporations, are you kidding? (laughs) They wouldn't take this serious at all. And they didn't even take chronic pain. They thought you were a complainer or whatever. But I think the more technology we're having and the more research, the more normalized it's getting that we're going to actually, just like we did stress, maybe hopefully with pain, we'll see the same thing. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly my hope. And Dr. Hall, you know, we know that stress affects our overall health, functional abilities and sense of well-being, and pain does the same. I'm sure that your clients have seen improvement in these areas once they lessen their stress using specific stress reduction techniques. Yes, it helps with cancer. It helps with uh, cardiovascular disease. It helps with pain tremendously. And I know you're very familiar with these. It's stress reduction, mm-hmm. exercise, having some kind of group support, um, some kind of community, and diet. Mm-hmm. And you've created the unique acronym SELF, S-E-L-F, that combines all of these elements uniquely. And we'll talk more about that later. In the meantime, uh, Kathleen, what kind of pain do you see in those clients you treat for stress? I mean, muscular pain mainly, abdominal, pelvic, uh, headaches? Mostly um, headaches and low back. I'm sure you know this. Women are more headaches. Men are more low back, Mm -hmm. but they cross over. Not only is that a short circuit for the body, and you and I both know that some people have migraines in their families, I find that it's the way that their body's reacting to the stress of, I go to bed and I make the kids stay out and, and play the computer for an hour while I have to take care of my headache yeah. or I can't drive carpool. The body is going to short circuit or default some way. Low back pain, most people that have chronic back pain or deal with back pain, they can maybe move slower, some pain, mm-hmm. do some exercises or physical therapy to get their back moving a little. The body is saying, I can't go forward. I can't. Right. Now, an extension of that question is this. Do certain kinds of stressors lead to certain types of pain? Yes. At work, it may be that I'm sitting there and have carpal tunnel syndrome. So with emotional pain, it starts with emotions, whether it's a broken heart, whether it's I have to have some meaning in my life. I'm out of control. My kids are out of control. Money, I have no control. Mm -hmm. So one thing is when the body starts out, the pain is usually, like I said, headache. 
And then it can be like knees and elbows. It can be joints. They'll go into almost a, um, a chronic irritation, chronic uh, inflammation. Yeah, I know. I mean, the emotional aspects of stress and pain are huge. We're realizing more and more that thoughts in and of themselves can have destructive physiological consequences. Anticipating an event or remembering an event mobilizes the stress response, even when there's no tissue trauma, for example. So chronic pain can induce stress through negative thoughts, like catastrophizing, which is when we we frame a problem with the worst-case scenario, which in turn worsens or perpetuates pain. And unfortunately, we're out of time. But please join us for part two of this show, when we explore solutions for conquering pain caused by stress and hear about Dr. Hall's blueprint for stress resilience using mindful living. Dr. Kathleen Hall, I want to thank you so much for joining us today on Aches and Gains. It was a true privilege. Thank you. The views and opinions expressed in this radio program are solely the views of Dr. Paul Christo and do not necessarily express the views of this radio station and Johns Hopkins University School of Medicine nor an endorsement by any or all of them of any of its content. This show provides medical information, not advice. Please consult your personal physician before engaging in any course of treatment or use of any of the techniques or products discussed on this show. Discussion of particular uses of products on this show have not been approved by any of the manufacturers of such products. To access podcasts of the show, please go to paulchristomd.com. That's paulchristomd.com. Aches and Gains is produced by Tom Blair and Ty Ford. Elsa Langford is the technical consultant and engineer. Dr. Paul Christo is the executive producer. Thanks for listening. This is Aches and Gains with Dr. Paul Christo.